that like it truly is life-changing because I went from you know having suicidal ideations as a kid and depression chronic depression to the point that I thought that was going to be my life cycle and I think that we get oftentimes get stuck in that um, also having a sense of anxiety and you know coming to the moment and thinking like oh my gosh my Right now, I am thinking about what I'm gonna say next. Right now, I am looking at the water bottle right in front of me. Actually being so present that you're thinking about everything that's surrounding you and everything that you're doing. Like, Kathy, you're holding a pen right now. Kathy, you're looking at me right now. That's being present in the moment. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to uh, another episode of the Science Thing Stigma Podcast. How's everybody doing today? I'm doing good. Great. Uh, Kayla is here with us today. We actually, uh, her and I, we graduated from the same high school. She is also, I don't know if I want to give away too much information. She is also a twin, so we have some similarities there. But uh, yeah, she reached out to me and actually it shocked me to be honest because we haven't talked or seen each other and you asked me about if we're still doing the podcast and i said yeah and you wanted to share i think you mentioned in the conversation you wanted to share your experiences with uh alcohol mm -hmm. and some of your experiences throughout work so welcome to the podcast kayla glad you can make it here yep thanks for having me so if you could start telling your story a little bit about yourself that'd be cool Yep. So as Austin said, um, grew up as a twin. Um, we grew up playing sports all along, you know, throughout high school. That's kind of like what shaped like our identity. Um, and then, you know, when we're in high school, we were kind of coached like, oh, you have to go to college. You have to do this. You have to do that after high school. Um, so that's kind of what I felt like I had to do. And I didn't really know what I wanted to do um, besides helping people. That's the only thing I knew. Um, so I want to say that, you know, I got my bachelor's degree and I kind of started to experiment with like drinking socially, um, in high school. Um, and then when I was struggling to find a job after my bachelor's degree, I think that, that from 18 to 24, I would define as like my, the hard points in my life that I used alcohol as like a coping skill or like a way to escape from what I was trying to deal with. Do you think it could have been something else other than alcohol? Like what, what kind of geared you towards alcohol versus anything else? It was just known to because, you maybe. Right. Like, okay. So I started drinking socially and it was fun. It was great. Um, but then I feel like you just, you leave the present moment. You're like you're not in the mm. moment when you're drinking. Like you're in this other world where you don't think about the choices that you're making. You don't think about what state of mind you're in. Um, all you kind of think about is like what you're drinking and what you're, you know, what you're doing. You were mentioning about the the drinking and stuff like that, and then your your bachelor's degree, right? Right. What right. was that in? So I got my bachelor's degree in psychology. Psychology. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, so after that, I went back to school for more schooling for social work. Um, and I was like in and out of jobs. Um, couldn't really find my purpose though. 
Um, and then I, you know, got in and out of relationships that I just wasn't compatible with those people. Um, so we all have like our, our lowest lows, right. Mm -hmm. And kind of what makes us realize it's like time for change. Mm -hmm. Now relationships, you're talking about dating relationships or relationships with friends in general. Oh, well we could go both. Okay. Um, But had it with both. Yeah. Right. But I'm more specifically speaking about dating. Okay. Um, so my turning point was, oh gosh, I don't even know how long ago it was. I think it was two years ago. My, not my last birthday, but the birthday before. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was with my ex at the time. And coincidentally enough, we, we shared the same birthday. Okay. What? Yeah. We both were born on November in November, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remember that day he left to go to the bar at two o'clock, two o'clock, and in the he, afternoon. Yes. Cool. He didn't come home till four o'clock in the morning, okay. Um, right before that, one month before our birthday, we just got a puppy. Don't worry, the puppy was all my decision. Um, it really was a, is. Yeah, it was a great decision. Um, <laughs> But, you know, him going, choosing to go to the bar for 14 hours really made me realize, like, wow, like, that's not what I want for myself. That's not what I want for my partner. And I really had to, like, that night, I literally moved my mattress out of the room. I said, this is my mattress. <laughs> I'm taking it to my office. Really? Yeah, I'm oh. not kidding. I'm taking it to my office, and I'm not, I'm not doing this. I don't want to be around you right now. Um, so that, that was the breaking point. So you literally like realized like this isn't for me. Oh yeah. What was going through your head? Like what exactly can you be doing at the bar for 14 hours? That was what was going through my head. So you, you were mad, I angry, emotional, obviously. Yeah. And then it all led you, did you, so you guys still live together after that? What happened after that? Oh no. Like, Gosh, what did happen after that? You guys slept in different rooms, I obviously. Think it, <laughs> I think it was about a week later. Um, the same type of thing happened. Went out again, and I stayed home with the puppy. Um, I was like, you know what? I, I'm tired of this. And I said, I, I think it's better if I move out. I was like, if you want to do couples therapy, I'll be more than willing to. Um but I can't stay in the same environment yeah. that I'm in right now. Um, so yeah, I moved out. He at first agreed to do therapy, changed his mind, which I'm forever grateful for. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we tried to rekindle things. I guess we were both lonely, whatever you want to say. End of the story is like, he taught me a great lesson. Didn't want that for my life anymore. And I moved on from it. Hmm. Is that uh kind of similar in your situation? Yes. Yes. Learn some lessons from your low times. Oh yeah, absolutely. But you still have them. I mean, it doesn't go away. Hmm. Right. But it, it's all about what we do with it, right? Yep. You have to learn from it. It hurts when it's happening, but you learn from it and you move on. It's your reaction. You have control of your own reactions. That's correct. Mm-hmm. I can only control what I can control. And she's the same. And I give her kudos. I know you don't like that word, but 
for her to to make that decision. It couldn't have been easy. Mm-mm. But do you think if you didn't have the dog, you would have went with him? Oh, I would have stayed. So I'm forever grateful I got that dog because I feel like I feel like you, you would have went to the bar for 14 hours with him if you didn't have the dog. Probably, I would have been miserable the whole entire time. And I think it's funny because towards the end, you know, he did make comments like, "Well, you're miserable," and well, yeah, like all we do is drink. But that's all we did on the weekends with friends all the time. There was no, there was no like date nights or anything. Um, yeah, the way we bonded was through drinking. It it was awful, toxic. Mm-hmm. Relationships are interesting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I want to talk about this stuff, but we can't. What? We want to talk about the stuff we were talking about before the podcast. We're not oh, talking about dating. That stuff. Um, yeah, dating. We're not talking uh, about that. Very interesting. So, psychology major, right? Yes. Well, and then my master's was in social work. What's that? What's social work? Like dealing so, with people? Yeah. So, like, social workers can also do therapy, but a lot of what social workers do is like, planning so what services what resources can we hook you up with in the community um to help your mental health or to help your housing or to help um your finances or whatever it is okay Mm -hmm. so i've been seeing uh just recently like a lot of your posts posts popping up on my facebook which i think are great and today was what was it three positive things Uh you can do Yep. To change your life or something or yep. stay positive. Mm-hmm. So, I I mean, that's cool shit, I think, in my opinion. Like, trying to stay positive and you're trying to, to reach other people and allow them to possibly see the same thing. Like, life doesn't have to be negative and gloomy and all that. You can look at life in different ways. Oh, absolutely. Um, it's all about the mindset um, and the environment. The environment, the mindset, and your reactions. Um, you know, when it comes to substance use, I feel like a lot of the time there are these co-occurring um, things with substance use, like uh, mental health. I asked you, you know, if your brother um, had any mental health struggles, which I don't know why I even asked that because everyone has mental health struggles, right? You believe that? I do. Either whether minor or like major. Is there right. like a yeah, I don't severity think it matters. level? I think everyone everyone has a certain level of anxiety, right? Like that's kind of normal for survi- survival. Everyone has some sort of fear um, that's normal for su- survival too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, I think mental health is definitely something everyone experiences. I think it was a good degree. question. I don't know if you have anything to say on that. What, Do you think Kyle had any mental mental health issues or anything like that? I think he put on a persona that wasn't true. Like he, he had friends. He had a really good friend. He had a couple good friends, but he, I don't think he, he couldn't find a girlfriend like that bothered him. But we don't know those things. I know we don't know for a fact, but I believe that in some aspects of his life that he struggled yeah. He came across, you know, when, when you have somebody, and then I'm guilty of this sometimes too, when you have somebody that's laughing all the time and trying to make other people laugh, mm-hmm. it's because you're trying to hide something, you're hurt. And I, I often go to Robin Williams 
who was a comedian, made everybody laugh, all his shows, everything was funny, and he ended up committing suicide because if he wasn't making other people laugh, he couldn't handle it like himself. And I always refer back to that because a lot of people, like, I like to laugh and have fun, but even people say today, like, you lost a son, how can you laugh? And I'm like, well, I have to. Yeah. You know, and I joke when things get uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. I make a joke. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Austin, I don't know if you can account for this, but back in high school, I used to be the most sarcastic person in the world. Like everything that would come out of my mouth would be sarcasm. Um, I truly do believe that a lot of that sarcasm did come from pain um, that I dealt with uh, growing up, Um, which I feel like I'm, you know, I'm healing now and I'm continuing to work on that and I'm in a really good place. Um, so I don't think that my laughter anymore is for the same purpose, Mm -hmm. but I do believe that at one point it was. Mm -hmm. So you always had, when you, you said you always had this goal of helping other people. Mm -hmm. Is that still your goal now? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one of the reasons I've been posting so much on social media is because I just started, um, to become a life coach on the side. Um, what's that consist of? All right. Inform us. Right. So I'm still working out all the details with my life coach. Um, but I'm thinking I want to help others, you know, when it comes to mental health, when it comes to fitness, um, when it comes to relationships with others, I feel like those are the three areas that are really important in our life. And I feel like to some degree, I have a lot of experience with, and I can help others. Um, let's see when it comes to fitness, I lost 30 pounds after my breakup with my ex. And for the longest time, I thought that um, physical fitness was like my way to happiness, right? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until like two months or so ago that I realized it was like more about the mind and I wasn't seeing the results with my body because I wasn't believing in myself and I wasn't having the right mindset. Um, So when I hear people say they're not happy with themselves, I just want to help them change their mindset. Mm -hmm. But then I have to remind myself, Kayla, like check yourself. Like you can't help people that don't want help. And unless they truly believe in the things you believe in. I, yeah, that challenges me as far as like, and and you may say the same thing is we get passionate about wanting to help people, but at the end of the day, they have to want it themselves. Mm -hmm. But what we can do is, and what you're doing is bring awareness that you can change. Change is possible. And it starts, I think it starts with your focus. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Oh, absolutely. Your focus and what the present, you know, what the present moment is for you. Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, okay, I'll bring up his name. Joe Dispenza is probably my favorite guy to go to right now um, with when it comes to change and positive, leading a positive lifestyle. He's a podcaster or speaker. He's a speaker. Um, he wrote a few books. Okay. He's he's what I would call the god of change. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like I feel like he's really the person that pushed me um, through readings and learning to change. Um, so a little bit about what he says is we have to be present in the moment and we have to. We have to feel elevated emotions, okay? So that's being excited, that's being happy, that's joy, that's peace, calmness, the positive emotions. And with those positive emotions, we need to envision the future 
as right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're predicting that it already has happened. Okay. It sounds familiar to you. Yeah. Where does it sound familiar from? We, we talk We've about this talked kind of about stuff. that. He goes deep like this too. It's so interesting. So it takes me yeah. a little bit of time to follow through, but I get uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. My next question has to be, have you guys ever tried meditation? Hmm. This is crazy because it was like, when you reached out and I started seeing your post, I was like, there's something that we relate in, in a lot of ways because we talk about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. People see it as deep, but it's it's real. Oh, oh, absolutely. It's real that people don't realize it. And it's it it's weird to me because you have a lot of people out there. And I made a comment the other day in the kitchen about, uh, I'll answer your question here soon, but about something about average people, right? And Dylan argued, like some people just like that average lifestyle where they come home and they, they go to work, they come home and they, they're with their family and they do it all over again, right? Uh-huh. I challenge that like with myself because I want more than that. I want to I want to be better. Cuz there's always you can always be better. You don't always to me that's like settling. Like that's your if you're going to do that that's going to be the rest of your life like I mean that's fine. Do what you want, but Right. There's ways to evolve and get better, but to the meditation thing like I've tried it before and I've done it. So that answers your question, go ahead. I have never tried it. He told me to try it, but I I need to try it. But I don't know if I can keep my mind clear. Tell you her. can. Tell her. I can. Right there's okay. the issue. You're already setting yourself up for failure. Because yes. my mind already. is never yes. stopping. So already. I I keep my mind busy. This is your mm. belief. I know this is my belief, but I talk about this and people <laughs> tell me all the time, and maybe you know, you went to school, maybe you can help me. I I have to keep busy. My mind has to be going all the time. Until I fall asleep at night, my mind, I'm on so many committees. Like, I just ran in here late. Uh-huh. I had a meeting. Like, I keep myself every night. I don't get home till like, 9, 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Because I can't not. So, I don't know that I can but sit. Why? Because when I'm not busy, I start thinking about stuff. And so, right. I'm, I'm afraid that if I try to meditate, like, that stuff will come out. It probably will, right? Yeah. And I totally understand everything you were saying, okay? Right now, I'm working three jobs, all right? Um, I started with meditating for eight minutes, okay? Um, it, was a, it was a huge struggle for me. I said the same exact thing. I don't know if I can do this. I don't... Erase that mindset. Like, that's what I just had to do. Had to check myself, and I had to just do it. It wasn't that bad. <laughs> I went from doing eight minutes to now wanting to do it for an hour a day, Okay. And I went from playing sports with a ball to yoga, meditation, and everything that is like the total opposite, okay? So I'm a totally different person now. And um, if anyone ever has any questions about how to meditate, because people have reached out to me about that, just like we don't know how, I am more than willing to share with you um, how to go about doing that. Um, do you have any like quick tips or like three things that you can shoot out right away? Like, of course I do. <laughs> let's hear them. Let's hear them. All right. So the first thing, A, believe that you can do it. Okay. Okay. Always starts with the belief. Yes. And my second thing would be to find a guided meditation. Okay. So just get on YouTube, put in guided meditation and also know why you want to meditate. Do you want to get rid of anxiety? Do you want to get rid of stress? Are you trying to sleep? Are you trying to look into the future and realize your potentials? All right. So you got to figure out the cause and then Google that and find, start with a short meditation. And, you know, I always say a habit takes at least two weeks. Don't just do one meditation and be done. Mm -hmm. Make it a habit 
and then decide, okay, this isn't for me. Um, is this morning or evening, which is best before bed or when you first wake up fresh in the morning, in your opinion, both. So I do meditations to make me fall asleep. Um, they, I like the meditations for sleep because they tell me positive affirmations. So as I'm going to sleep, I'm hearing all of those positive things. Um, and it's said to be a kind of effective, like until you're in that deep sleep cycle. So that's awesome. But I also like to do it when I wake up to start my day on a really positive note. I will try it. I promise. All right. Well, there is one specific um, meditation I love. It's Joe Dispenza. And it's... Um, How is we spelling his last name? <laughs> I I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure everyone else is asking the same thing. So it's D-I-S-P-E-N-Z-A. Right, Can you listen on. to him? Hmm? That's the guy you were talking. You sent me. Yes. Yeah, I've heard clips from him. Yeah. He, J- Jay Shetty. Oh, he's good too. He yeah. um, he's the monk. Yeah. And he interviews him on podcasts. Oh, does he? Joe Dispenza. Yep. Yeah, he's on multiple podcasts. Because he um, sends me motivational things every day. Meditation. I have a whole playlist of meditation, um, but for a beginner, this is for a beginner. Of course it is. Okay. <laughs> Have you had any like crazy experiences meditating? Oh yeah, well, okay, yeah, we can get there. I can I can explain like what it feels like for me. All right, okay, basically you're going to want to type type Joe Dispenza tuning into potentials. This um, is it's, YouTube. It's yeah, it's something like that. Tuning into potentials. Um basically we have infinite potential, right? So Anything we can believe we're capable of achieving. Um, so the whole process of me wanting to become a life coach, I literally would meditate to this meditation every single day. Um, and it, you use the elevated emotions and the vision of the future as the now. So I will literally sit there. Um, I will breathe in. And they say to breathe in like you're sucking a straw. So you want to do it and keep your core like tight. So you breathe in and you hold it for, I want to say like 10 to 15 seconds. So it is like a challenge. So I would also recommend maybe practicing those deep breathing. Um, <laughs> she doesn't know. Yo, she'll be passing out. Before I'll be calling meditation. you up. What did you just do? <laughs> I have trouble. I feel like I can't breathe. No, this is. Okay. Well, that's also, that you're also help. limiting yourself okay. right now by saying you can't do it. No, literally I'm sitting, as you're doing it, I'm going, trust me i feel this i felt the same way when okay. i first started okay. all right but so you're you're gonna sit there and practice the deep breathing sucking in the straw sucking like you're sucking through a straw um he's gonna walk you through everything um but then you're gonna you know you're gonna practice feeling excited happy you're gonna smile you actually have to feel that emotion um and then he's gonna talk about you know black space so he's gonna take you around different body parts and you need to experience the space that's from your throat to like the outside of your skin is the best way that i can explain it um so what i envision then is kind of just like you know hitting the walls of your body um against your throat and then kind of like ping-ponging against each other that's what i envision 
Um, so he does that through like your whole different body parts. Um, and then after that, he will tell you to, you know, think about something into the future, um, that you want to happen. And that's of course where I start to envision, okay, I'm sitting at a desk with my first, um, with my first pa patient, with my first client, uh, for life coach. And we're sitting through, you know, going through the session. So I'm already thinking that through. I'm already envisioning the money starting to come in from, you know, this job, this helping job. Um, I'm starting to envision, um, that, I mean, I could go on and on for days as to what I envision during yeah. these meditations, but I don't think that's what's important. I think the important part is doing it and doing it for two weeks to form a habit because it changed my life. It did. Yeah, med meditation is powerful. What did he say in that video you sent me? Meditation is what? Austin, come on. Come you on. know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. He says meditation equals or is equals. or it represents something like, I forget what he said, but he put it in a very good way. I, I don't know. I would have to rewatch the video. Yeah. Um, I was just watching it quickly to kind of go over, recap, you know, some ideas. It might come back to me. But no, yeah, I, I will try. I agree with everything you're saying, like all the experiences and stuff like that. You want to, mm -hmm. you actually want to like envision yourself, like you said, in the office desk and you want to actually feel those emotions. You want to feel what your, your emotions and what your, what it's going to feel like that. Like you're literally putting yourself yes. in that moment, right? Because Didn't you freak out once? Doing meditation? That was my first time because so I started. So you've done it once? No, I've done it multiple times now. Okay. But my first time was a little weird because with like anything, when you uh, you try something new, fear comes in and you're like, okay, like I'm not feeling the way I should be feeling and you want to stop. So like I felt a little weird. So I stopped doing it. But Did you truly believe in it? At that, yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. All right. So then I started doing it more and the one time I was doing, I do a lot of the guided ones, like you said, on mm -hmm, YouTube. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's about like getting in touch with your spirit gods and all them. And people will probably think we're crazy right now, but oh, absolutely they do. And that's, what's great. But it's, 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 it's <laughs> if you want to listen to the beginning of this before the podcast, you think we're even crazier, but <laughs> we're no, not but, crazy. You're just, uneducated. no, no, <laughs> this, this stuff is, it truly works. Uh -huh. And it's, yeah okay. it's out there and if you guys were willing to try and step in the unknown i mean you would, unknown yes yes he refers to as the unknown all the time i would step into that and and try these things like even you you said she's limiting herself because she thinks mm -hmm. that she can't breathe right like that it's all in the process of doing that that gets you to bring yourself to the present well, i because guess that breathing that helps breathing, you stop thinking about everything you want to think about because you're focusing on the breathing yeah, right is yeah. that how this works oh, yes so meditation if i'm wrong correct me but you start those processes to bring you to the present moment mm -hmm. so you're not thinking about f the future mm -hmm. or the past mm -hmm. and then you start from there that's that's when you start envisioning Absolutely. yeah yeah and um i was told a good tip you know we experience a lot of anxiety in our life and I think being present in the moment is really good and helpful for us. And I was told like, I have such a high level of energy now that sometimes I don't know what the heck to do with it. My coworkers can definitely vouch for that. <laughs> so God bless them for dealing with me and well, not dealing with me, but 
having me in their presence and them being okay with my high level of energies, I guess. But it's all positive. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. Um, where was I going? (laughs) Your high energy, high energy. (laughs) Oh, so what I was saying is that like, it truly is life changing because I went from, you know, having suicidal ideations as a kid and depression, chronic depression to the point that I thought that was going to be my life cycle. And I think that we get oftentimes get stuck in that. Um, also having a sense of anxiety and, you know, coming to the moment and thinking like, oh my gosh, my right now I am thinking about what I'm going to say next. Right now I am looking at the water bottle right in front of me. Actually being so present that you're thinking about everything that's surrounding you and everything that you're doing. Like Kathy, you're holding a pen right now. Kathy, you're looking at me right now. That's being present in the moment. And I didn't realize how hard it is Mm. to be so in the moment until I was told to practice that. It is so hard. So at work, when I'm trying to go too fast for my body, I need to remind myself to slow down and to be present in the moment by thinking about what it is I'm doing. Wow. Because I'm always five steps ahead. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Try it. Would you say your energy is contagious around you? Like people will start feeding off that? Absolutely. Um, My energy is contagious. And you know what? My energy is at such a high level right now that... You're giving me anxiety. Okay. I'm just kidding. He's just, I'm going to calm down a little bit. <laughs> no, you're fine. No, like it's, we had her wound up before the reason why I, The reason why I asked that is because you can, I can feel it. I can, yeah. I can yeah. sense your energy. And it's great. Okay. Like, All right. I'm, I'm just I'm joking. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> no, no, you're um, fine. But think about your positiveness. Like I came yes. in for those that don't know, I, I was running late coming here. I had a meeting before this and I came in and the stuff that we talked about before the podcast, I never met you before. Right. But it was just so positive and we were laughing and he even said to me, didn't he say to me why she's laughing? That could be good or bad. Because when you're around that laughter, like it makes you laugh. Oh, absolutely. Laughter is the best medicine and is the best, um, it is the best, um, what is it? Therapy. Yes. I was, gonna say, I was just listening to the podcast. I mean, we can talk about this forever. Yeah, all this stuff. Oh, I can talk for days. I was listening to this, this podcast and this guy actually had uh, cancer and it was it's one of the worst mm. ones you can have. Pancreatic, oh pancreatic cancer. I don't know. Go ahead. Pancreatic. pancreatic. I don't know. But the guy decided on his own terms that he wasn't going to do medication or anything. He was going to do laugh therapy. Yeah. And he literally forced him. He didn't force himself, but he watched movies that would make him laugh and he would literally laugh to the point where he would alleviate this pain completely. Absolutely. So it goes to show like... I can talk about all kinds of examples as far as like the power of your mind is insane. Mm -hmm. Another one was they actually did a surgery for these. They had a whole bunch of people come in and they actually gave, I was thinking it was two or three groups. The one group they, they did surgery. It was fake surgery. So what they did was they put them under and they cut them open and then they just stitched them back up without doing nothing. Mm -hmm. Right. And then the other group, they actually did the surgery. And within a year the people that didn't have the surgery, literally just cut them open and sewed back up. We're feeling a lot better, no pain in a year. And the other ones were actually having more pain. Mm-hmm. So the ones that didn't have the surgery, technically didn't have it, were feeling better just because they thought to themselves that they had the surgery. So now they don't fund that surgery anymore no because of that. 
The oh power God. of the mind is insane. Absolutely. And we are like on the same exact page, like the same exact line, I feel. Well, besides the whole meditation part. You got to work on that. <laughs> but um, so that, that also goes for working out. Um, mm-hmm. In the book by Joe, he Becoming Supernatural, he talks about how, what were they doing? Arm curls or push-ups or something. Mm. And they weren't even doing it. They were just visioning themselves doing it. Bicep and curls. within within weeks or months or whatever, how long the study was, they found that they got stronger and that the muscle muscles were able to grow because they were thinking about it. And when we continuously think about things, we program our mind to continue to think about them, um, which really makes me kind of want, want to know, like, you know, to heal from like substance abuse, um, you know, I clearly healed myself from drinking, but I wonder if, you know, anyone else has ever done it with their mindset and like with this kind of stuff that we're talking about being present, doing meditation, doing yoga. Um, because you know, a lot of what he preaches is that if we're able to create a version of ourselves, or how did he say it? If we're able to create bad habits, then we have the energy to recreate ourselves with better habits. Into a new identity. Into an absolutely. You're sort of freaking me out right now. <laughs> no, this is what I was talking about. Like, I'm thinking like your brains are <laughs> like in the same place. Oh my God, I love it. But I want to ask you, you talk to other people about this kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Do they think you're crazy? I don't care. No, no, I'm, I'm asking. Do you? Oh, yeah. Like what kind of responses do you get? Well, okay, so the new year is kind of like when I started to research, get into this type of thing, practice gratitude. My twin, mm-hmm. oh, she for sure thinks I'm crazy. Like, um, she was- Dylan does too. Right, yeah. It's okay. Are you she, younger or older? I'm the older one by a minute. Dude, this is seven <laughs> minutes older. <laughs> We're both single, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're both married, have kids. You have a podcast. I have a business. Jeez. Business. This is, yeah, a little weird, but it's great. Um, I'll meditate for you guys tonight. <laughs> has nothing to do with us. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that's all anyway, you. Anyway, sorry I am for interrupting this. you. What were you talking about? I forget. The energy. Oh, the positive. no. People would literally, your oh, sister. Yeah, absolutely. So The new year. Today, um, well, I also feel like it takes people a while to like get on the train to support you. And that's totally okay because I have myself and that's all I really need. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now I'm at the point where people are realizing like, hey, this has been a pattern for her. Like she's consistent with it. She's having results. She's being positive. Um, so I think people are more supportive of me now. But just today, like I was telling my sister, like, you know, I got a Reiki massage today. My first one. It was, it was great. Um, What's up? Just a regular massage? What? No, Reiki? No, no. What'd you say? Reiki? <laughs> Reiki is some kind yeah. of like. A Reiki massage. And I haven't done a lot of research into it because I wanted to go into it with an open mind is where um, the therapist will transfer energy from the universe to you um, using the ch- chakras. Yeah. People are going to be thinking you're crazy now. <laughs> No, no, some guy no, no. I met at a park said Ricky. Some guy, he came yes. out of the bathroom and he was uh, he was in recovery. I was in Philadelphia, writing in my journal about right, a right. substance abuse, and literally he came out and he was look holding my palms. He was looking in my palms, mm-hmm. and he said he does this, mm-hmm. Ricky. I told you about mm-hmm. this guy. Yeah. 
and he like knew everything. We don't even be, we don't mean to be interrupting you all the time. Oh no, you're fine. No, but was, that's so. I was looking up something because you keep referring to the word crazy, right? And my profile different, picture different. literally says you're entirely bonkers, but I'll tell you a secret: all the best people are. So I, oh, just I like that. To share that. But yeah, so that Ricky, so they actually do it through a massage. This guy was like so, massaging my palms. I'm like, I don't know what the well, heck this is. Well, I don't know if he was doing Reiki. Like, so they will touch you a little bit. Okay. Um, most of the time, she kind of like used her hands and like just like, just literally above my skin, um, and it was crazy. I really tried really hard to relax and just allow it to happen for me, not to me. Um, and you know, when she was around my head, I felt this tingling sensation. Um, when she was around my neck, like it started feeling like zaps. Like I was being zapped by like, I don't know, lightning bolt taser, like just very low voltage, obviously. Um, at one point I felt my heart like kind of like jump a little mm -hmm. bit. So she said to me before I left, she was like, now if you have a lot of decisions for yourself and you're thinking about, you know, how to make those decisions, just sit back, relax, don't stress. Because with Reiki, sometimes people find that the universe just brings the answer to them today or tomorrow, the day after. That's crazy. I tell you what, that is, it is, <laughs> okay, it is crazy, yeah. No, when did you do this? Today. Okay, so you're, you may get answers. Did you get any answers I today? did get one answer today. Did you really? Yeah, and I would like to keep that, you know, just to myself. No, that's fine. What it's about. Um, no, that's perfect, but you got but an I am answer. Going, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to write it down and see if that uh, comes into play. We can chat about that after. No, that's fine. And yeah. No, that's fine. You don't have to. That's personal. So the reason why I asked if people give you like a crazy response or look at you, like, honestly, when you have people who don't know the power of this kind of stuff, Absolutely. they look at you and they're like, that's not sustainable. Like you yeah. can't live that lifestyle. Like they almost look well, not at you. not that mindset, right? Right. They look at you like you're overly optimistic or too positive and you're just oblivious to like the actualities in the world like mm -hmm. the the true events that are actually happening mm -hmm. and stuff like that so that's kind of like why i asked like i'm sure you get people like that, oh, that yeah. are, i mean with anything really like <laughs> yeah so um on instagram i noticed that i don't even know how i found this out but i i realized that you know people are unfollowing me right and I'm like, this is great. Like, please take the negativity away from me because I don't want it. Yeah. And that's how I'm looking at, you know, posting things on social media now. Please remove yourself from my space. I'll have more energy for someone else. People you know? think it's annoying because it keeps yeah. popping up on their news You don't feed. have to watch it. Yeah, that's you on you. Point. If you want to stay stuck in your ways, have at it. You know? Well, a lot of people think it's fake. They That's what I was trying to get at. They like, can't possibly be happy like that. A lot of people think that. Like that it's can't not, possibly be happening. Do you would you consider happy? I don't know. Like energetic and stuff. Yeah, they energy. Say, yeah, the energy. energy. Like energy. they have a hard time believing that. Mm -hmm. And you can go down the wrong path. I mm -hmm. you can feel negative. When you walk into certain rooms and certain people are there, you can totally feel it. Yeah. And it's it's draining. It's draining mm -hmm. to the point you don't even want to be there. But then when they see people like, you know, he talks in depth like this. I'm glad that you two are on the same page because he has to repeat himself to me like five times to, for me to get it well, in my brain. That's how you learn too. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's how, how we I learn. learn. Like we've learned a lot Repetition. doing these podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I just think people, because you see that all the time. People act happy like 
they're on social media acting like everything's perfect. We all do that. Right. And so they're not. They don't have that perfect life. So when they see your post or even mine, I've uh-huh. had people say to me because I post positive right. things. They say to me, like, you post that because you're hurting. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. I'm not even posting some of this stuff because it's me. I'm just posting it to help someone. I'm right. not necessarily in that situation that I'm posting about. Mm-hmm. So when they see your positives, they're like, oh, she's hiding something. Like, oh, something's got to be wrong. Absolutely. And we could get down and speculate everyone's Facebook or everyone's Instagram yep. to really see what's going on. But why? Why does it matter? You know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that is one of the things I... I do feel like with what I'm sharing, like, especially on Instagram, I have shared about my mental health diagnosis of depression. I have shared about, you know, some of the things that have been my hardships. So I don't want anyone to think that, you know, I've never not struggled, um, but I've learned ways to overcome that and to, you know, make room for better energy. Speaking of that depression, how did you, did you take medication for that or anything like that or? So... Uh, well, when I was a teen, my mom tried to get me into therapy. She convinced me to go to therapy with McDonald's, actually. Um, quit therapy and stayed depressed throughout high school. Um, I tried medication once for about two days. So it really wasn't even in my system. Mm-hmm. I said, I'm not taking a pill. Like, And you talked about earlier healing ourselves. Mm-hmm. I'm at the point now where I don't need medication. I don't need the doctors. I am healthy, thriving, and disease-free. You know what I mean? It's the power of the mind. Absolutely. Um, So one of the things that I've learned a lot about is disease is created by stress, right? Mm -hmm. So stress causes us to have inflammation in our bodies. And inflammation causes 95% of illness and disease. Only 5% is actually like biological. Hmm. Um, I thought that that was amazing. And I might be off by like a percentage or two. So please forgive me because, you know, I have a lot to remember in my brain. Hmm. Um, But I thought that was amazing. And once I learned that, like, I really started to believe in it. Yeah. Yeah, That's true. It's I'm going to say it again. It's crazy. <laughs> it sure is. So depression and stuff like that, you, what did you say? You, how did you get out of that? Like what kind of, like say some of our listeners right now are depressed or uh-huh. have anxiety, severe anxiety, uh, maybe think a lot. They don't want time themselves to deal with the things that they should be dealing with. What kind of advice could you give them to get out of that or steps to start taking to overcome the depression or anxiety Mm -hmm. well i mean okay so like change takes change right like you have got to do multiple things to change something if you're you know in that bad of a state of depression in that bad of a state of anxiety making one small little change isn't gonna do it Mm -hmm. so for me for me getting out of depression and my elevated mood that's simply due to waking up every day at 3 30 that's listening to motivational videos every single day. That's reading every single day. That's working out. I try to do that every single day. Um, being Connecting with people that are like you, okay? I think that's a really important one too. Um, people that have the same type of vision. Um, trying to think if there's anything I'm forgetting. Meditating, did I say that? No, you didn't say that I didn't. yet. But I clearly said that earlier, yeah. so hopefully y'all got the gist. Um, 
But yeah, those are the things that have helped and, you know, made me do a complete 360. I can't say that will work for everyone because I also don't know where you are with your mindset, but um, that would be my advice. Nice. What about you, Austin? What's your advice? Let's hear it from you. On depression, anxiety? Yeah. Um, just deal with the shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, I've been listening to, uh, I talked to you about Tony Robbins before mm-hmm. she came in and, uh, he talks about to, uh, when you first get up, move your body, mm-hmm. like move your body in, in any way or like shock the body. Like he does, he does these ice baths in the morning or he goes oh and stuff like, do you do any of that? I want to try it. Cold exposure. Yeah. So I, when I get in the shower, I do turn it very cold. The whole way? The whole way. And there for a while, I was like timing it to see how long I could do it, yeah. which I'm like two minutes probably is where I'm at. Um, I think there was actually ones where I took the whole entire shower in cold, which was pretty cool. Um, I've always wanted to like go to a like lake or something and mm-hmm. get in and do it, but yes. I haven't done that yet. So he talks about that like shocking the body when you first wake up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The dude's very studied a lot of people to know like what to do and what not to do and stuff like that and how we're conditioned as humans growing up in our environments. Mm-hmm. You keep saying your environment mm-hmm. and uh, all that. The power of the mind. He's all about like new technologies, new diagnostics, all that stuff. Like I could listen to this guy all day, mm-hmm. but for me, like what I usually do is, I think we talked about this on a recent podcast. I wake up and first thing I try to do is be grateful for like anything. Absolutely. Appreciate life and appreciate what's in your life because then that just starts you off the right way. Mm-hmm. Instead of waking up and saying, oh, I got all these problems to deal with. And it's kind of like that guy mm-hmm. that, that I was watching that you sent me the video he talks about how people most people wake up and they have all these problems and stuff and then they think they have problems and they only find out more problems throughout their day and uh yeah so i start off with being appreciative and thankful for the things i have i also do that before i go to bed too oh that's awesome um so one of my advice to everyone out there listening is that there is an app called there's an app called gratitude it has a heart on it. It is yellow and pink. Um, and the heart is actually like a flower. That is what I use every day um, to practice my gratitude. And what's cool about it is obviously it's on my phone. So yeah. I can take it with me. When I'm sitting at work and I start to feel stuck or if I'm around someone negative, I would just pop on that app and um, it prompts you everything. Does it? Yeah, it prompts you everything. Um, so let me pull it up here real quick and I can just share um, one of the ideas. Let's see. Oh, this one's cool. Appreciate three facilities in your town that you often overlook. Okay. So I talked about Rose Bowl, um, which they, that's a bakery. Um, they make sweets. They used to make food, <laughs> keto food, but, um, and I also shared Artemis, which is a place that I just recently went to for yoga. Yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm. You do all the things in the the rope. What do you call it? The ropes or whatever. Yes, yes. What are they so called? What are they called? I don't know. <laughs> Wait. You know what I'm talking about? It? Yes. Like you're all it? tangled up in these ropes and all weird. I thought I saw them hanging in crunch. They're like bungee things or something. Oh my god! Why can't I even think of what? aerial yoga? So, aerial. Yeah, it's called aerial. aerial. Yeah. I'm not sure what they call it, though. You know. 
Like, who invented that? Who, like, hung something up and was like, yo, we're going to float on this thing? They say that. It's good. Mm-hmm. I never tried yoga. That's I do awesome. Zumba, and the Zumba instructor was just telling me I should it's, try yoga. It's literally only $15 to try it. They do it every Wednesday. Um, and they're going to, they said they're going to start doing it every Monday, too, eventually. So. Where's it at? Artemis, so it's right in town. Um, on Market Street? No, Red Lion. Oh, in Red Lion? Yeah. Um, right across, like, around the central pizza area. Oh, okay. Literally right across from there. Okay. Yeah. It's great. Um, so, yeah. But anyway, so, yeah, speaking of podcasts, I actually had a podcast with the creator of that app. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You did one? Like, yeah. She, like, interviewed me on, like, my process with gratitude. Nice. And gratitude spoken about at AA meetings, believe it or not. That's great. Yeah, they have yeah. the gratitude. Um, they read them. It's part of their, they have their 12 steps, and then they read uh-huh. their, their, I forget what it is, but it's about the gratitude, and it's a bunch of different things. Focus equals feelings. If you can wake up grateful, you focus on that, it puts you in a better feeling. Yeah. Can we talk about feelings for a quick second? Um, yeah. Please do. I want to ask he you a question. He doesn't have any, so ask him. Oh, sure he does. <laughs> you know what? He's escaping them somehow. Um, I like brings, that. See? Brings me to a really good point. Psychologist I, right here. <laughs> can't get past I, her. I have recently learned how to sit in my feelings. To sit in your feelings. And when you feel a certain feeling, to not go work out, to not call a friend, to not write it down, to just sit there and feel it. Because that's okay. It's okay to feel that certain feeling. What I try to do is say, okay, I'm going to dedicate five minutes to crying. I'm going to be sad for five minutes. and then Really? Sure. Why not? What puts you in that mindset, though? Um, so, like, if something happens, then I just feel like I need to let it out, right? Sometimes so you don't do that? You out. do that every day? No. Oh, no. Oh, I thought this, this was, is, like, a daily okay, thing. Okay, so crying, like, maybe, like, once every... I thought it was, like, <laughs> on your schedule, five minutes of crying now. <laughs> Like I was, no. that's why I was asking. Like, do you think of like emotional stuff? No, no, no. Um, so like, if something happens right. where it, it creates like a lot of, you know, gotcha, let it out. A lot of energy that I want to release. Yep. Um, I will schedule time and I will do that, and then I will move on with my day. So you literally will cry about that situation for five minutes, and how do you get it out of your head after that five minutes? Well, after that five minutes, you're just you're your just timer done. goes off. You're done. You find the next thing to do for your day. That's powerful. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it lingers for weeks for us normal people since you are crazy. <laughs> but why? Like, people, this is serious it, conversation. It's yeah, not normal it people. It's, festers why for does weeks. it? Why does it sit in there? Why does it sit there? Why does that emotion sit there? Yeah. And you try to talk yourself out of it. Like, because like, today's it. Because I'm you done. don't understand the value of elevated emotions. Because once we start thinking in a negative mindset, we're programming our brain to continue to think in that negative mindset. And you have a choice to choose which one you want to, you want to, like what mindset you want. Mm-hmm. Don't victimize yourself and say, that, oh, this is my life. I'm negative all the time. No, blah, I don't blah. think that. You don't think I'm, I'm not negative all the time. I'm just saying. Generally. But, but sometimes things get in my head. I can't let it go. Yeah your focus you try not to focus on it like i try not to focus on it but it just eats at me absolutely 
and I how's, need to get how's rid work of that. for you? You know, you oh, said I love my job. You love your job, but yeah, yeah. is that where a lot of your stress and negativity can come from? Because I know that is a place for a lot of people that they experience this. Mm-mm. No, oh, I'm no. really happy to hear that. No, I that people awesome. think I'm nuts. Like it, there's really no negativity. We don't accept it in our department. Uh-huh. So I'm in inside sales, and I'm uh-huh. a supervisor, and we have about 20 um, reps. And we are like one big family. Like we don't allow, if somebody's negative, like we're calling them out uh-huh. and we laugh a lot. Like I don't really get stressed at work. He never hears me complain about work. I love my job. I don't, that's what I mean. It's like stupid outside of work stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at work, I don't think about that stuff. It's kind of like, it's weird. Cause when I'm at work, I'm doing my thing. We're laughing. We're having a good, good. time. I mean, every once in a while I get sad, but it's when I leave work. Mm-hmm. Like, work. Like, literally, when Kyle passed away, everybody's oh. like, oh, you don't have to go back to work. Like, the HR department's like, you know, take your time if it's a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was back in four days. I'm like, you don't understand. Like, my work makes me happy. I and need, it helps yes. you to escape your feelings. I've never dealt with the feelings. Right. Then. Absolutely. And I think that's a really important piece because for the longest time ever, too, through my parents' divorce, through being bullied... Um, through just growing up as a twin, I'm sure you can relate. Competition no, is everywhere. <laughs> what? No, yeah, there is competition. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, no, I wasn't. De- I probably never no, really dealing, truly dealt with dealing it. with the emotions. Yeah. So instead, we invest all of our energy into work. We become workaholics. Okay, I, I'm not a. Okay, I am still a workaholic, <laughs> but it's for different reasons. It's to get me to where I want to be. Um, it's not to escape my life outside of work anywhere because it's not so, but I do think that is a constant theme I see with people is, you know, investing so much into work because they're just not happy in the life outside of work. Outside of work. Yeah. Is there things they can do to overcome that? Well, sure there is. There's always something to overcome it. Right. Um, but like, that's up to them to kind of figure out, like, you know, is it is it a coworker that they need to sit down and talk with and just hash some things out um, and overcome their differences? Is it, is it, do they need a new job? You know? I need a new job. Yeah. Sometimes it's, you know, you got to make that change. Um, no, like for instance, like her example, for sitting in, should she sit in her emotions and feel them and deal with them? Well, yeah. Is that the best way? Sure it is. Give yourself a, like a time limit to deal with them? That's what I do. That's what works for me. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to work for you. I, I mean, everyone's I, different. Yeah. Sometimes but. I'm like, I get it out. Like you said, like I scream, I get pissed off here. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like you're, this is ridiculous. I talk myself out like this is ridiculous. What are you doing? Yeah. Like you're better than this. You don't need that. Yeah. You're better. And so I don't know why you get so upset over this. Absolutely. And then I move on and then I'm fine for a couple of days. And then all of a sudden, like it'll be a trigger mm-hmm. and I'll be like, Oh God, you know, as, go. as a social worker, as someone with a bachelor's degree in psychology, as a kid's therapist that I used to be, I will say the hardest thing for me has always been, um, helping people who have lost someone that someone that has passed away. It's the hardest thing about life, right? Um, it is the absolute hardest thing. I don't have very good advice for it yet. I'm still learning. Um, but the advice I do have is kind of, you know, to live for that person, to live in their legacy. 
you know, that person wouldn't want you to be, you know, to create a life out of misery because they're not here anymore. Um, They're free from whatever it is they were fighting with or struggling with. Um, And I'm okay with like, I say I'm okay with it. Like in a couple weeks, I'll be stressed because March 16th is the date. So I try not to think about Christmas time is horrific for me. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and then not even his birthday. But so I, I take the positive from that. Like we've went to the medium. I don't know if you listen to any of our podcasts, but we went to a medium and literally like Kyle spoke to us through this medium. So did you find any relief from oh, that? Yeah. Was that like, helpful for you? We all did. Yeah. I think we all did yeah. for the most part. I mean, so his dad and him did not have a really good relationship. And his dad was beating himself up for years. Uh-huh. Like, I can't make this right. I don't know what to do. Like, I... And he had the guilt. We went to a right. medium, and through the medium, Kyle said to his dad, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Uh-huh. We can't fix it now, but just know that I love you. And that, that helped dad tremendously because now he understands that, okay, Kyle and I did not have this relationship. Kyle acknowledged it through this medium and okay, like I, I'm okay now. Right. And so when we went to the medium and Kyle's on the other side with my mom and like, I'm at peace with her. I know that he's not struggling anymore Mm -hmm. and I'm happy for him. So it's not that those days make me a little bit sad that I miss him, but like, I don't grieve him. Like what we're doing right here tonight, I feel is there's a reason, there's a reason that we took a positive from that negative Uh and and we're doing this right now Yeah, and we're passionate about it and we love to do it. Yeah. So you're right. Losing somebody is hard, but a lot of people question me, like, how do you move on? Like there's mothers that I talk to now that it's been longer than me. They can't. Yeah. Like you see their posts on Facebook and it's constantly about how do I go mm-hmm. and how do I move on without you? And, and people actually ask me that. How do you even yeah. talk about him and not cry and not get angry? What's right. your response? How, how, why I don't get upset and cry? How do you get through it? Yeah. Well, I just tell him like, I, I'm, I know I'm going to see him again someday. And I talked to a, an individual, um, who was on our podcast before who didn't believe in a higher power, whatever that might be for everybody is different. And he asked me, he said, I don't, I don't believe in a higher power. How can you say, sit there and say that you're, you do. And I said, if I don't believe in a higher power, I'm never going to see my son again. Like Mm -hmm. that's it. It's over my life. He, he died and it's it. I'm never like, there's nothing after that. And he started researching and he's still, now he prays today because I said that. So I always tell people, like, he's with me. He's with me every day. Mm-hmm. And he leaves signs for me all the time. Like, often I'll say, Kyle, knock it off. Aww. Like, yeah. I just say, knock it off. And so I don't really, I miss him, but I know that I'm going to see him again. And right. I know that he's here helping us. Mm-hmm. And the medium was wonderful. That's great. Yeah, we yeah. loved him. A lot of people on the podcast are like, "Yes, it's devil worship. It might you should probably not do that." But it was a relief for me, and I don't believe that in this case. We, he went with us too. We had crazy experiences with this medium, and he's actually um, doing a workshop in a couple of weeks that I was thinking about doing. I talked to my sister, and she said, "I don't know because when you do something, you're 110 percent, and I'm so involved in other stuff. Uh-huh. Again, I try to keep busy." 
but he is going to connect. It's 200 bucks. It's a whole day, but literally it's how you can connect to your spirit guides. And I just think that's cool. Like you yeah. just said about your spirit guides and meditating. I would uh-huh. love to be able to communicate. And in this, I was reading up on it. And actually, your spirit guides might be somebody else's spirit guides as well. And I never heard of that before. I thought everybody had their own. But through this, and, and the, rec, the prereq for it is like you have to be open. Right. You have to be willing to experience things. And yeah. then at the end, he will walk you through to see if you can actually experience what he trained you to do. Your mind has to be 100% open during that whole time. That is crazy. Jeez. I'll say it. That is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so do you have like a higher power? Do you believe in any? like? I believe any? there is a higher power, yes. And I believe I am Christian. Um, growing up, my parents just forced us to go to church every Sunday and... As a kid, you don't really want to do that. So now that I have the freedom to make my own choices, I I choose not to go to church. Um, I'm, you know, hoping to start doing some research and, you know, really trying to get in tune with my spiritual self. Um, I can't say time is of the essence because I've been so busy with everything going on, but that is something I do want to make time for in the near future. There's a lot of information out there. <laughs> Just gotta he, tell you he's that. He's doing that right now. Like, yeah. I mean, we didn't force not like our right kids now, to but... go to church. And I appreciate because we were Catholic yeah. and we went to church every single week. Anything else, Kayla? Do you have any questions for us? Anything else? I do cover on everything on yours. The most important stuff. Um, well, yes. Uh, with my work experience, you know, it, it kind of is a little sad. I just wanted to bring up the point that, you know, the mental health system is definitely not perfect as no system is in our world. Um, especially when it comes to substance use, I've found that, you know, insurance companies, they deny people like not everyone can get the help that they need. Um, not only that, but sometimes they're not available or there's not the funding to do so. Um, and then we talk about the individuals that are using substances. If family decides to like turn their back on them, they're forced into the shelters what happens in the shelter situations, drugs and more alcohol, which makes it even more of a challenge for them to kind of cut the cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just something I've learned with years of, um, you know, being in the mental health field and it, it's very sad, but I do believe in the power of the mind. And if someone is truly ready to change and to learn, um, they can learn how to do that themselves. I love it. Interesting. Just to go back on that, the substance abuse part, and I'm just asking this question because I'm on another board and um, everybody sees on the news that they're, the pharmaceutical companies were sued and Pennsylvania got some money. Mm-hmm. And the township that I'm in, because of the, the number of residents in that township, um, we're going to get some type of money. I don't know how we can spend it. I don't even know the stipulations. I just know we had to sign up if we were interested in receiving that. So I'm very interested in what, how do we use that money and where do we use that money? And I don't know what the rules are going to be, but I'd be very interested in trying to figure out how we can help people in substance abuse when the insurance doesn't pay for this. Uh-huh. We talk about this a couple of times with the insurance and, and we deal. Mm-hmm. Austin's been with me a couple of times, but I go downtown and feed the homeless, um, not necessarily homeless, but people in need. Right. And, and you're right. 
and there's drugs down there and there's alcohol down there mm-hmm. and they're on the street and they don't have anywhere to go. The shelters, mm-hmm. I can't even explain the shelter in York that we have. Yeah. I mean, I've had a lady on the street and I'm like, well, you need to go to the woman's shelter. I don't have ID. They won't take me without ID. Now there's COVID in there. So there's a mother and a child on the street right now because the COVID hit the shelter and they're not letting anybody in. It's on lockdown. Mm-hmm. It, I just feel like there's so much missing. Oh, absolutely. And it comes from mental health. Mm-hmm. It takes them to this addiction and stuff. So I'm anxious to see like what we can use this money for. And I'm going to need people like you to help me understand mm-hmm. um, when that comes. If, whatever if i have the free reign or as a township like how do we right help and make this right i can definitely do some research and look yeah. into it i'm gonna um, wait let it, me it's get definitely a task to is. be had yeah you know, I, how I we can think. help individuals with self, substance abuse and and even this like we just talked about this this weekend we do our podcast we're trying to educate uh-huh. people there's so many organizations out there that want the same thing. They want people to be able to have resources. They want people to get the help that they need and they want to get rid of this epidemic. Mm-hmm. But there's so many, they're, they're all siloed. If we would all come together and work as one instead of so many different silos, it would be a tremendous help. But even if we do that, where do we start? Like we keep, you know what I mean? Like we keep talking about, do we talk at schools? Mm -hmm. Well, then we talk to people. Well, I don't want you introducing a drug issue to my kids who didn't even know what a drug is. And now you're introducing it and they're going to try it because you're telling them not to. Mm -hmm. So there's like so many different avenues to take. What is the right thing to do? Like where, where do we start with this? Because we can all keep talking about this and we all know that it's a problem and we still have that stigma out there. There's people out there today who just think if they do drugs and they die, they die. I don't believe in Narcan. Like, I don't believe in any of that. Mm-hmm. And it's education. I just don't know how to get it there. Oh, absolutely. I sit here and think about how we can, you know, how the substance, we can work on the substance field and make it better. You know, it's tough. It's, yeah, it's hard. I don't, they, have, I don't have any ideas yet, but I'm yeah. sure some will pop into my head eventually. Yeah, I'm anxious to see like what stipulations, what mm-hmm. this is in, entailing, because I just I just had to sign a paper that yes, we're interested in, in participating in this lawsuit. Right. So I'm anxious to really see what that means Good, in yeah. the community. So, anything else? I'm gonna meditate. I'm not meditating tonight. <laughs> Hey, Austin, I, I just want to call, I want to call you out real quick because good. No. Listen. Well, oh God. I asked you how you dealt with depression and anxiety. I don't think I ever really got like. I don't. A, that's a, the thing. I don't. A great answer, like you said, Tony Robbins, but you didn't specifically say like the ways you. I appreciate you calling me out, but <laughs> um. Still figuring. I may that one sound out. weird when I say this, but like I don't really consider myself have depression or or anxiety and maybe i just see it differently than other people okay so like the severest of an anxiety example that i can label that as anxiety was when i went to texas by myself and i'm on the plane and we're flying over and we're about just to land i'm Mm -hmm. looking out and i'm like i was overwhelmed in a sense of like i would call anxiety because i'm like i'm here by myself i've never been in this area i'm looking out and i'm like i could get lost in this area and it was just like a sense of like, it was almost like excitement in a way. 
So you can almost see anxiety as excitement. Oh, absolutely. So you can almost change anxiety to words for words and see it differently. So like, I like to change things in my mind. So like depression is to me is like dwelling on the past. Mm -hmm. Anxiety Mm -hmm. is almost like the fear of the future. And that's why I did that plane. Like when I get off this plane, like this is a new territory for me. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't okay, want to sound okay. like I'm perfect or nothing, right, but, like, but like, okay, and then, like, Kyle passing away, that was, I would consider that depression, like, I don't like to label it, you know what I mean, right. like, I just, I feel the emotion, and I deal with it in a sense, like, going to the gym is my way of dealing with my emotions, mm-hmm. whether that is a type of anxiety or a slight depression, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just found out depression, anxiety, uh, antidepressant pills that people take. It just numbs. It just numbs you. It doesn't actually uh, fix the source of where it's coming from. Right. Yeah. So that's why it doesn't help people. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, they they say too that medication is only part of it, and that's why, that's literally why because medication is just gonna numb you. Like you actually have to change your mindset in right. order to actually exactly. change. But uh, yeah, uh, depression, anxiety. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally see what you're saying. But like, I'm doing so well right now. But like. There might be a few seconds where, like, I have to, like, you know, switch myself out of it. Yeah, and I think that's that's where it comes down to. You have to take the time and, and not allow, like, not dwell in that kind of stuff. Like, not dwell in anxiety yeah, or depression. but it never hits you for a minute or two. It does, but, like, that's the thing. I don't know. Like, I don't label, like, right. when I think of depression, I'm thinking about, like, I label someone, like, with depression, like, someone that wants to, they devalue themselves to a point where they just want to off themselves right anxiety is like a stream like heavy breathing and like no, I've had like those. passing out because you can't it's like you're having a heart attack so when i think about it i think on extremes like i don't want right. to i'm i'm more like in the middle like mm-hmm. when i think about it. but yes i i do have moments of like depression and anxiety it's just i don't like to dwell in it right because it, it's your choice it is and i think there is healthy levels of anxiety and depression symptoms that we can feel and we can you know quickly you know say hey this is going on right now let's elevate it but the gym i would say is my number one thing and i gym. do gym every day ah, could i answer that for you gym every day <laughs> yeah I don't know. Any other questions you want to call me out? Did I give you a good answer there cuz I feel like I didn't better. really give yeah, you a good answer yeah. cuz I don't know how to answer it correctly. Right. Oh, I don't think it's about answering it correctly. I think it's about more of just what comes from the heart. But any other questions? <laughs> I'm ready. Let's <laughs> You're go. Ready now. <laughs> Dang, I didn't write down my questions for you. That was a warm up. <laughs> um, no, I think that's it. Oh, I do have a question for you after after we stop yeah. taping. Well, I appreciate you taking your time yeah, out of your thank day. Thank you so much. And we will of course, ca- it was we a will, blast. But yeah. let's gather again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, let's talk about it again. Um, I'm going to listen to Let's gather after you both try meditation yes. for two weeks. Yes, I'm going to try. I will. <laughs> Austin, like- Wait, two weeks like every day? <laughs> every day for at least. Two minutes, at least eight minutes. Okay, this is another thing, and I agree. Like, I find myself, I don't want to do just 15 or 20. I want to do, like, an hour. Great. Because then when you when you do it, that. when you do it for, like, 10 minutes, you're like, that was only, like, two minutes. Exactly. Because it flies you through. you enjoy it. And you don't get to the point mm-hmm. to the deep mm-hmm. meditation part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've actually had, like, extreme, like, seeing myself in a, in a, a life ahead of me, like, the future, 
seeing myself in that moment, I actually like brought myself to tears, like actually felt that moment, like as if it was actually happening. And that's the power of imagination. Yes. Us as humans, we have the power of imagination where we can imagine those things where you're, if you imagine that stuff, you can't, your body can't tell you if you're actually experiencing it in real time or not. Mm-hmm. So you can actually imagine yourself in a future event and actually live in that future event, but your body doesn't, can't tell the difference. Or your brain or whatever. Yeah. But it's crazy. So like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. I will. You know what I'm talking about. I sure do. Appreciate you coming on. No, I will try. And we will <laughs> we will wrap up again. We'll get together again. Yes, for sure. And do this. Yes. So, uh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, guys, for listening right, to another thanks, episode. Guys. See you on the next one. Bye. Catch you on the next one. Peace.